0: Devin Robinson, at Yes Men Outfitter, straight off the island that Emo built with your boy Mikey CLT, live from the hive, the Queen City, Mikey, how are you,
1: kid? I'm doing fine brother, it's uh, still a good time to be an Islander fan, we had a good weekend.
0: Every week I'm waiting for us to not be able to say that, which is insane.
1: Yeah, it it really is.
0: Yeah. We're doing well. We're doing well. It's tough. It's good to be an Islander fan. It's great to be a business owner that's mildly unaffiliated with the New York Long Island men's professional hockey team. Mildly unaffiliated. It's also very grueling times to be working for said unaffiliated clothing line. But here we are nonetheless, man, recording late, slipping it in, have too much to get to today. Mikey, what do you, what do you want to start with kid? We got a long list to get through.
1: We got a long list, but I, I'm, I'm just glad that we were able to get this in, you know, with your, your new fame and your, your commercial success. I I thought, I thought you were going to be too big for us. Oh, we just, and, and, and those of you who are listening that might be from out of state, our boy Devin over here, uh, dropped a, a pretty sweet MSG commercial that has been playing during all Islander games. And, uh, you know, at my last meetup it sh- it debuted and I just shut up the whole crowd and I was <laughs> like, Shut up, Devin's on. And,
0: <laughs> and we had the mom. volume
1: going and it was just uh it was a proud I was proud. It was like a proud dad.
0: Yeah, I have yet to have seen it.
1: <laughs> You're the worst.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't watch my own stuff.
1: Uh we don't need Dude, it. I uh- listened to this podcast like three times before <laughs> before it's out on the public.
0: All right, well, Johnny Depp doesn't watch his own stuff, and Johnny Depp is doing pretty well for himself, last time I checked. All
1: right, all right.
0: Who watches Devin, commercials anymore, a. anyway? A. What a Johnny sellout. Depp. You know what I mean?
1: Hey, it's it's big for the brand. I thought it was cool. I, I, I love those screen printing machines. I think it was just cool to see you actually making some stuff uh, in that commercial, so.
0: Making and watching videos of those things work are like super duper satisfying.
1: Yes, it's like
0: actually soup. pushing the squeegee is horrifyingly painstaking.
1: <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. But for me, I enjoy it. So keep yeah. doing what you're doing.
0: Yeah, the the yes men t shirts aren't that bad because you know I I print them to order technically, so you know I'm really only. I have to reset up the job over and over and over again, which is just vomit inducing. But the, the you know, I'm only doing 10 shirts at a time. When you like load up a job for, you know, outs- I'm talking outside of Yes Men, when we load up a jobs like 100 pieces you just, or more than that. I'm sorry, more than that, uh, like 250, 300 pieces. And you're just going to be sitting there and doing the same thing over and over and over again, it's just, like, you have to, like, I have to mentally prepare. Like, I have to, before I go to bed, like, I have to just think about how repetitive my day is going to be. Just pushing screens and putting shirts on all day to that machine. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad I could totally make it sound like a horrible thing and take the fun out of it for you.
1: Well, you know, all I do is tell kids to be quiet 5,000 times a day, so... good point you
0: are molding the the young minds of this country
1: yeah so you know repetition is kind of the the way of the world
0: well speaking of molding the young minds of this country there's an old mind of another country that would like to mold the minds of the youngins and that's
1: don (laughs) sherry dude wait what a hook right there that was smooth you like that huh yeah that was uh It's tough now that
0: you pointed out that it was a hook because that takes the hook away. But I like it anyway. I gotta call
1: you out on that. That was good. No, no, no. Good work. We're
0: doing stuff. We're doing well. We're making it work. All
1: All right, right. as you were. (laughs) I love it.
0: I love it. So Don Cherry, uh, obviously, have you seen the Have you seen the video in question here? Did you Did you see what he said?
1: yeah he's the freaking jerk he looks like a clown every single night and he's a gimmick and to to bash the carolina hurricanes what what point are you trying to make like you're gonna bash them for their attendance and then their fans are excited about the team and then you're gonna bash them for being excited about the team like what kind of bullshit is that
0: ah i love it i do uh i really really do because you need the you need a you, you, he like couldn't finish a sentence. Did Did you hear him talking? He like like it. It sounded like he was about to go on this like long articulated reason as to why they shouldn't be doing what they're doing. So, uh, so for those of you who who aren't aware, uh, Don Cherry, you know, Hockey Night in Canada, uh, loves wearing giant, ridiculous loud stupid patterned uh suits and ties and and has some pretty blunt out there takes on on hockey decided to go on a rampage on the carolina hurricanes in there uh what's it storm surge they're calling it there yeah it's kind,
1: of, it's kind of like the viking chant that yeah, yeah post
0: game uh, celebration after a home win um, after they did the, the walk off, the walk off home run setup, up, which was pretty funny, um, and just literally shouted into a microphone at a, and at a TV camera that they're a bunch of jerks and they just, he couldn't keep, I really want to know what he really wanted. Like, what was he saying before and after the camera was off? Cause he couldn't get off the word jerks. Well, like, well, at least the yeah.
1: Carolina Hurricanes turned it on him, and now they're they're selling shirts with that quote on it. Uh, they and, pulled the yes men, and they are, from what I saw, they they already sold out of all the shirts that they that they put up on their website. So, oh, that they're know, gonna
0: be sold out. That was the smartest idea. See, that's a that's a group of people that do embrace some of the the youth and the culture and the excitement of of social media.
1: And- oh, their social media is fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it I mean, really is. It is. you you got to want to run through a brick wall for whoever's running their Twitter account and, you know, getting getting the thumbs up from management to be able to fire back at Don, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, pulling a page right out of Yes Men Outfitters, that's www.yesmenoutfitter.com uh, <laughs> page, and taking a quote, turning it into into a good, like, middle finger t-shirt and selling it to the fan base it's awesome
1: yeah and and most nhl teams are like so boring with their merch so it's cool to see a team like kind of doing the grassroots approach and you know power to them power to to the hurricanes uh i'm rooting for them to sneak into the playoffs and preferably into that first wild card for selfish reasons right devin what would those selfish reasons be
0: Oh, I mean, you would, I would be s- snoozing on your couch, bud. <laughs> yeah, you just want to see me. That's all. But you then know. I'd
1: be snoozing on your couch. It'd be like, you know. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, you come and spend
1: a few days with me. I go back to the island and spend uh, a few days. That and it, it looks like the first round of playoffs is gonna be right over my spring break. So, I'm like salivating, and I called my ticket rep already today. My God. I just want to bring
0: before we go on. And we talk about playoffs and we talk about um, about hockey and not the New York Islanders. uh, I just want to bring something up. And Now, they better put... Carolina better play this right. And the Carolina Hurricane fan base better play this right. Because we're all talking about how much Don Cherry sucks. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. If... Let's say... uh, No, actually, it did happen. Now that I'm thinking about it, we, we beat uh Carolina the second time at home. Uh no. I'm
1: no the first time at home we beat them. They beat us the second time at home.
0: No 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 they beat us the third time. They beat us they beat us the third time in the Coliseum. They played they played at they played in Carolina within three weeks, remember? It was the first game of the year and then you were back. Yeah and there.
1: we won well we won both of the ones down here. But right. In Carolina.
0: The second the second game after the second game, after we beat him, Johnny Boychuk started doing the skull. Um, it was an OT winner, wasn't it? Yes, one, one, two, yes, one, 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 overtime. Yeah, 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 same way. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Boychuk was doing the skull clap as he came over to hug uh, whoever scored. I want to say Nelson. Now nobody picked it up, but now that everybody's pretty much aware of this score surge or uh, storm surge thing. If people start making fun of it, you better you better roll with the punches and you better not bitch and say, oh, you know, this, that and the other thing. And like, you better be able to take it back in your face because you can't be doing a full, you know, walk off home run set up celebration after you win a regular season game and then not be able to take it from opposing fan bases when they beat you and they're making fun of it. Oh, yeah. Because there are plenty of times that I've been in opposing people's arenas after we score and we scream yes, 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 and they score and everyone starts screaming get out of the building. You're annoying. No, 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 no. But you know what I mean? Like they better be okay with it because right now the Internet's on their side. But as soon as they lose and someone throws it back in their face, I know what's going to happen. They're going to start bitching and saying they're getting disrespected. You're disrespect – you are disrespecting people, but that's okay. You're – you are you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and uh, if they do sneak into the playoffs, uh, I, I can't imagine what it's going to be like between the two fan bases just going back and forth trying to top each other. It, oh, absolutely. It, it should be fun to watch, and I hope it's us because, you know, Islander fans are ready to stick it to them. We stuck it to the the Capitals that one series when the Capitals were trying to, to – Say that our building wasn't loud when we all know that our building's the loudest in the NHL.
0: Absolutely. Well, one of our buildings is the loudest in the NHL. So now that we're we're talking uh, hockey and the X's and O's of the game, and we're past all that media stuff, Michael, why don't we? Uh, because this isn't a, a New York Islanders podcast. Why don't we talk about your favorite NHL team? What's going on up in Islanderland?
1: Ah, uh, well. In Islanderland we uh we had a nice little tweet that came out over the weekend uh Rob Shrimp came out of the woodwork man like when's the last time you heard that name and he just basically made every Islander fan smile and had he just basically stuck it to JT and said that you know JT really wasn't that big of a leader in the team on the team and you know, he totally stood behind what he said. He didn't back down and like, you know, try to defend it later on. And you know, I'm sure JT saw that and good. I was I was proud of Shrimp for coming out.
0: You're gonna be shocked what I have to say right now. I think it was a bitch move.
1: Well, appar- apparently, uh. John Tavares came out and when when he was like addressing something that Josh Hosang did and like decided to bring up Rob Shrimp. And like kind of kinda like threw Rob Shrimp under the bus. And Rob was still playing over in Europe, so he didn't really have time to respond. So I think when that graphic came out that NHL on NBC put out. I think Rob Shramp was like, all right, I'm going to make my comment now. And, you know, it it seems like that, you know, Tavares was the one that started it.
0: No, I, I, I don't think that's true at all. Uh, I, I've. Listen. I'm, you know, I'm not going to keep telling everybody about how annoyed and, and how sad I am to have seen him go, but. I'm not going to have some guy that was a wa- is a washed up never was type player come out when the Islanders are on top and doing so well and use this kind of attention towards the team and the media market to kind of like almost felt like he was redeeming himself and kind of putting himself back in the positive light of the of the fan base by telling them what they wanted to hear it's so un it 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 it, it kind of felt gutless almost like you know he he kind of i don't even want to say wrote he he withers away as a as a as a once hopeful prospect right and kind of becomes forgettable in the in the archives of of rosters and then just kind of arrives back and and uses this platform when the when the fan base is most charged. I thought it was a bitch move, and I and I applaud him for standing by it and coming up with a follow up st- tweet and saying, you know, hey, you know, I this is why I feel the way I do, and that's great. But I think he's wrong for feeling that way. I, I don't understand w- what your importance is, and I and. Listen, everybody. Right now, we're you know we're two weeks away from you know the the landing of of JT and and Li. You know, I mean, there, it's no coincidence that he decided today or you know this weekend to get involved in the talk. But I just I don't know when when has anybody come out and said that John Tavares was nothing but a professional? No one has ever said that the guy has had personality. No one's ever said he's the nicest person on the face of planet Earth. He just came up. He, he did his job. There's nothing wrong. John Tavares is not a captain. He's not a C. He shouldn't have ever really been a C. He's an A because of his ability. But other than that, John Tavares will not spur anyone with his emotions to a victory. That's been his M.O. since he's been on the team. You're not saying anything that's really out of out of left field. If he was saying that Tavares was walking around and telling everybody that he's going to have him shipped off of Long Island if they don't start helping him out, then I'd be like, okay, Rob, you know, yeah, screw this guy. There are no reports to think that John Tavares is was a dick bag, and for Rob Shrimp to come out of the left, come out of the weeds, and after years of being known as the washed up. Has been to say, oh, by the way, he, you know, he doesn't deserve the credit. Fuck off, dude. Get out of here.
1: Yeah, I guess it would have been a bigger statement if it was made by someone that really was on the team for that
0: didn't have an axe to grind. In my, in my,
1: yeah. Know. And if but, you read, but if maybe really we're gonna see some... more come out now. You know, maybe, maybe this was just the first one. To this is the first time I've ever heard. of another player talk negatively about him.
0: Right. That's my point. There's so many players that are, you know what I mean? Like, from who? There's so many opportunities. There was an entire summer where people could have said, I seen this coming from a mile away. He had no connection to Long Island. But nobody did it, Mike. Where were the hordes of people? If it's one guy and it obviously seems like he has some sort of ax to grind – that just randomly decided that he wanted to put his two cents into a pretty charged situation and knew that he was going to have the backing of the fan base because people people will suck down anything that anybody has negative to say about the guy. I mean, for God's sakes, people are making PowerPoints every single night of Toronto Maple Leaf tweets after they lose of, of them saying get rid of him. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it just... You know yeah i, don't I get
1: know. yeah I get I get it I get i now that I hear your argument because I've only seen like the support for shrimp you know now here in the other side I I kind of side with you you you're very convincing devin you, well, what uh, do you
0: want me to say i, I mean I don't know listen i, I don't like and, and and i'm I'm unbiased okay i i I don't see color I'm not a big you know blue and orange and white guy this isn't a hockey podcast but
1: Oh, it is a hockey podcast.
0: Uh uh this isn't an <laughs> islander hockey pod No, it's not a hockey podcast. This is this is a music and hockey podcast. You True know that. what I mean? So True. so so I'm just from an outsider's perspective, completely unbiased, no teams, no no sports background, just sounds like an angry, washed up dude that took advantage of a charge situation. Again, unbiased.
1: Alright. All right. Well, you know, hopefully uh hopefully Rob Shrimp is enjoying Syracuse, New York and uh you know, still watches some Islander games and is rooting it on the blue and orange, but you I'm know I'm sure he doesn't. If that's if that's the last time I hear Rob Shrimp's name, I'm cool with that. Like listen, he, I'm not saying not Rob
0: Shrimp's a bad guy. I'm not saying anything, but uh, don't be misled. This fan base I've watched it get Walked down long, long corridors by their, you know, held by their wrist only to be walked right into a dead end, man. Like, you, people just, they follow whoever's saying the nicest thing about them and suddenly they're gone. And I, I just don't, you know, I know that everybody's mad. I know that you want to hear bad things about John DeVars. the end of the day, we talked about it with Brian Byrne. John DeVars is not a bad dude, he's a robot. He's got no emotions. It doesn't mean that he's a bad person. It just means that he's focused on one thing and one thing at a time. And at the time it was winning hockey games. The next minute it was, where is he going to play hockey next? He made that decision and now he's on to the next one.
1: So, Man, I mean. That, that picture, though, over the weekend where the, the puck flew into the Maple Leafs bench. Holy crap. And I like. Everyone is reacting and he's just literally like a robot, not even flinching. It was just such a beautiful tweet. And then, like, someone put it right next to uh, Anders Lee's uh, in rehearsal dinner where, like, the whole Islander team is shotgunning beers and Tavares is just sitting there. And, like, it was almost the same exact expression. It was just so priceless.
0: Yeah. So someone was like, uh, get out of Get out of the way if you're oh I I'm not even gonna explaining memes is just not something you should do. But, no, but yeah. it was beautiful.
1: It was oh, beautiful yeah. to
0: see. Oh yeah. That was that was insane. You see the video for that?
1: Yeah. I saw the video too. Yeah.
0: It made me poop myself. So everyone was like running out of the way. It was like a gunshot and he's just sitting there like, huh? <laughs> Bro, how zoned out do you have to be?
1: Yeah, I, How he's probably, no he's probably just daydreaming about 228, like, oh, my God, are they really going to fucking rip me apart? Oh, yeah, that, that's that, that's certainly exactly what he's thinking he's about. He's probably having nightmares. He's probably not even sleeping anymore. So, all, right. all you Islander fans, listen, bring your A game. Make that bitch fucking pee in his pants. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And talking about who we don't have anymore, let's talk about who we're trying to get. Mikey.
1: Who
0: are we looking for here? Duchesne Stone. We've heard
1: this name for like so many years. Like, how how many years do you think it's been that we've heard Duchesne's Duchesne's name?
0: It's so weird now because now you hear his name. You're like, we, we used to, it used to be like, can we just get Duchesne so that way, like, we could just make believe that we have a shot at winning a playoff series? And now it's like, can we get Duchesne? so we can just solidify our spot in the Stanley Cup finals. You know what I mean? Like what do you, it's a, it's a weird feeling. And dude, do you remember what do you remember what they turned down? They were try the first time they went after him when he was on Colorado. It was something like uh it was like Barzal of first and like Devontae's or something. Oh my god. Well, I'm
1: happy we didn't make that trade.
0: No, I think you're going to you're gonna do uh you're gonna do a little bit less than that. But I dude I think Beauvilliers on the block, man.
1: Yeah. I I I see that. You know, I don't think Michael Del Cole really has value at this point, but you know, oh, no, he he's got on tra- there. He's got some
0: trade value.
1: I think uh there's a few names on Bridgeport that, you know, most Islander fans aren't too familiar with that. Otto Otto Koivila. I think he's got some trade value right now. Um some of the defensemen like uh Mitch Valendosopel. You know, there there's definitely some names down there that Oh
0: yeah, you're our Sound Tiger correspondent. <laughs> I
1: forgot I watched, about them, that. I watched them four times a year in Charlotte, and then I do have the AHL package, but I'm not gonna lie, I haven't really turned that on in a Ooh. while. The...
0: the... This could be an AHL podcast. We still don't even know. We certainly know it's not an Islander podcast. It could be an AHL podcast.
1: Yeah, but you know, that makes sense. Alternative music, the minor league hockey.
0: Alternative yeah. music and alternative hockey.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look at that connection. That's a good that's a good angle. Yeah. yeah. But I I, I I there's so there's four names right now that You know, Islander fans keep bringing up. You got Duchesne, Stone, Panarin, and then the Silverberg kid from uh, Anaheim that Mikey Carver wants so bad. But Dushane, Stone, and Panarin are no joke having career years. Like, if they keep at the pace they're at right now, it's going to be their best year. Do
0: you have any concern for Duchesne? I'd I'd rather Stone over Dushane. Listen, I'm, to, uh, I said it, I'm not gonna hold it. It's a dick bag move with that with that Uber situation, and I'm not gonna hold it. Yeah, but uh,
1: our lock our locker room is not Ottawa's locker room. Like our locker yes, room. Yes, but you,
0: it's you, not you Ottawa's that, locker room. Is not is not really that much of a problem. Ottawa's
1: front office is the problem. Well, that's the thing. So that you know, they they spoke out against their front office and. How can you really say anything about our front office right now you know, yeah have, i'm
0: uh yeah,
1: we have two fantastic owners, and we have Lou lamarello running running a tight knit ship and you know we we definitely are in the best shape we've ever been in my lifetime right. i'm uh
0: i'm not too i'm not super concerned i mean I've heard a lot of people uh think that um getting Duchesne in the room would be a good way to re-sign him for next year. I'm not too sure how I'm feeling about that. Not a rental, not a rental, not a rental. Get a rental. Here's the other thing, people, okay? How long do we have to lose? I don't understand. People – I said it on uh, Carver's um, – when when he had me on the uh, Instagram live, live story. story. I th- people truly do not understand what it takes to win a Stanley Cup. I, I don't. It's not NHL 2019 by EA Sports, man. Like it's they're not just moves made on paper. Like it is really, really difficult to win this whole thing. So stop saying I don't want to mortgage the future. We've lost for
1: 30 plus years. No, I'm cool with giving away some of the oh, farm and, I, go, and giving away draft picks. Go for what picks. you
0: need to win every year. You can do it every single year. Yeah, but you know how long have, how long are we gonna uh cultivate talent?
1: Yeah, and our, our rentals though the past you know fifteen years or so haven't really paid off. You know the one I'm thinking is the Ryan Smith rental. That that was kind of a bust. So, you know, but like I said, Duchesne is having a career year and you put him on names. Yeah. You know, you put him on our first or second line. He's going to continue just put producing. So I'm cool if it's just for this year And, and I'm cool if we give up like a first round pick or a second round pick. And if we if that means we go on a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: I um I I would love Stone. I I, I they're not trading Panarin.
1: Ha Yeah, how can you trade Panarin right now when you're sitting in the playoffs?
0: You you can't. They, especially when you're a franchise. You're trying that, to make money. Like that franchise your fans is, are
1: going to not show up for games then.
0: That franchise has never won a playoff series. I don't like you got to you got to think at the end of the day like even if you th- you have a feeling you may not get anything and he's gonna walk at the end of it all, like just give give him something. I, I my my golden goose is uh, not golden goose. Sorry, my white whale is, uh, uh, Matt Zuccarello, bro,
1: dude. I love zooks Like Zuccarello is. It, it's hard. It pains me to say this but he's one of my favorite players in the NHL right now. And it goes back to the 2010 Winter Olympics. I remember watching those games. So I was in college. So I was able to watch a lot of those games. And he was on Team Norway, undrafted, unsigned. He was not in the NHL. And he had probably one of the best tournaments out of anyone. And I was like, who is this guy? Why is he not in the NHL? and sure enough like like a week after the winter olympics the rangers signed him and i was like damn it i wanted him so bad and he turned it into a solid career and he's a unrestricted free agent yeah i'd take him in a heartbeat and i don't think we'd have to give up too much to get him uh yeah you would you think more than duchesne and stone and those other names oh yeah you oh, think so yeah. oh yeah Oh yeah. Well, first of all, a Boyle, Bo- He's Boyle still a UFA. Everything. Absolutely,
0: Boyle screwed up big time. Um, well, not Boyle screwed up. Boyle screwed everything up big time. Um, because that was he kind of they 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 overpaid for him a little bit. Uh, and and that and that sets the the entire line for the rest of the trade deadline. So the thing with Zook is that it's not just who he is or what he is, but. It's who he's with. You, you can't be the Rangers and think, you know, I'm gonna give this guy up and to to help them win a Stanley Cup. After all the years he, can, you, after all the years, like you you have to kind of be like, I'm gonna give you to him, and I'm also gonna hope that you guys don't win a Stanley Cup with him, because a I want him back, and b if you do, we're gonna get pit roasted. Yeah, by the fam- I can't. I can't the see the. Fam-
1: I can't see the Rangers doing something like that to, I can't
0: either, but crazier that would be, that would be crazy. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, You know, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but in a perfect world where they were just progressive and just told everybody, you know, listen, we fleeced them. Like, look how much we're getting back for them. This is going to cut a year off of our rebuild. This is going to put us a lot closer towards our long-term goal, which is getting back to long-term success. And, you know, if they could get him to, to handshake on, you know, saying, hey, listen, if we trade you to the Islanders, you know, what, do you promise to talk to us first after the season's over? You know, because, again, those that's one of those teams where you kind of think to, to yourself, like, a lot of guys don't want to leave that locker room in that situation just because of the original six team, the Broadway, the New York market, and – the history and tradition and legacy of of that dumbass team on the other side of the of the uh, of the water, and and you know they they don't want to leave. They're they're less likely to leave. So
1: you know, and I'm I don't, sure he feels some loyalty to the team that you know picked him up out of nowhere and gave him a shot. You know, because he he's a smaller guy, and that's probably why a lot of teams passed on him. So I'm sure he has a real deep connection to the Rangers and. He probably does want to spend the rest of his career there. I'm sure he's not hoping to get traded.
0: No, nobody's hoping to get traded, right? But if you're you know, if you go to him and you say I mean, look at uh Aroldis chapman. Do Who's you that? watch do you, <laughs> there it is. That's all I had to Dude, hear. You I, don't I watch hate, baseball. He's the I best hate closer baseball. Yeah, I hate baseball so I know, he, I know. Yeah, yeah. he's the best closer in baseball. He was throwing hundred and three miles an hour and the Yankees traded him to the Cubs, but you know, before he walked out the door, he basically told, you know, he basically had signed his second contract for re-upping with the Yankees. Whenever, you know, after he was done with the Cubs, you know, I mean, he even put in the Instagram post like, "I'll see you next year," meaning like, "I'll be on the team again next year." Like, I'm re-signing with you guys, so I'm just gonna, you know what I mean? But that's different. That's it's not like they traded it. They traded him to the Mets, and the Mets won. It's they traded him to a completely different team. He won and then came back and pitched for the Yankees again. So, it's a little bit different to explain to your fans. Um and I'm just super upset that we lost out on the trade for Cam Talbot. Speaking of Rangers.
1: Yeah, how did our like how did the Islanders even come up in that conversation? People are stupid have,
0: and they don't do their the job.
1: Too- best goalies in the whole entire NHL right now. We're not we're not going after a goalie for at least what two years because we're gonna sign yeah you know Leonard again knock on wood and we got Grice for another what two years or a year. So we're not looking for a goalie for a while. We're gonna ride this tandem out and I I think that was stupid. God, I don't know why we wasted yeah. our time with that you got to
0: expect Leonard to at least get a um at least uh, get a, get a contract sent his way or or the, the possibility of one in the off season uh but yeah um that was just laughable I, <laughs> just as a member as a member of Islanders Twitter strictly for business uh again that's uh, com. um i know that we get called a lot of things that were irrational and we jump to conclusions and get ahead of ourselves, so it's so much fun to get to throw it right back in the media's face when they get things wrong, and there's no way to tell whether or not we were wrong or not, but I can say with complete certainty that there was absolutely no talks for Cam Talbot, unless it was some sort of three-way trade, which I don't even know. I've never... I I don't it was not happening. So it was really fun to well, make fun of maybe somebody. Maybe let's to jump hear to this out.
1: Maybe uh management was just trying to stock up Bridgeport for a nice deep uh colder cup run cuz that's the only place okay. that he would be playing right now. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Chris or I'm out Bridgeport. Louis son needs the help, man.
1: But All uh, right.
0: Yeah. So uh what else, man? What about what about the West? You want to talk about Western hockey?
1: No, I'm pissed off that we're we're playing some West Coast teams this week and I'm not staying up to watch those games. I'm sorry. Don't I don't want the Islander fan base to come and attack me on Twitter like you're not a real fan. Well yeah. we catch a lot of heat from the Islander fan base. Yeah. We, we don't we talk like about the Islanders enough. We, we we like to bash our own fan base and say, No, you're not you're not a fan if you don't do this. Like get over yourself, bro. Like Uh, I'm going to watch games when it's convenient and when I can enjoy it. And I watch about 95% of the games and go to the games during they're in town, even when it's not convenient. So, you know, if I'm not going to stay up till one o'clock in the morning to watch them play in Vancouver, well, screw you.
0: All right. Well, I am going to stay up
1: and I hope that you don't judge me. No, you stay up, man. Like, Um, i I I I wish i could but i think um, i will stay up i you know i unfortunately being a a teacher i just can't stay up like right now i'm (laughs) i should be brushing my teeth and going into bed but let's uh that's on me that's (laughs) internet problems internet problems
0: internet problems but we work through it speaking of staying up the best way i stay up while i'm driving in my one hour commute That's music, my friend, and music is the second part of this podcast. Uh, I think we've kind of exhausted all the NHL talk that we had, all the AHL talk that we had, all the Rob Shrimp talk, and we're going to move on to music. The other things you'll never touch When you start to get bored again You can pick me up Slow doubt all we were But I had to let it go Put it through my pocket And my emotions You left me feeling So,
1: Michael. Yeah, man, I I dropped a a podcast. I mean, not a podcast, sorry. This is the podcast, but I dropped a a Spotify playlist because uh, a few listeners requested it, and I'm pretty impressed with it. Now, uh, that's
0: what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Have them listen to
1: it. Well, that's it. This podcast is over. You're not supporting me? I refuse to listen to it. Why? It's fantastic.
0: I don't. Don't you tell me what to listen to.
1: Yeah, well, it's just what, like what I've been it's what I've been digging lately and like some stuff that came out over the summer that I still listen to. So, you know, we might have a few older gentlemen that aren't really following the music scene as much. And I wanted to give them a chance to catch up on some uh some of the hot tracks that are out right now.
0: Yeah, that's for all you older gentlemen that Emma Rosa's got you. Got you going. No, I'm kidding. Uh, You could tell me what to listen to. In fact, most of the stuff that I've listened to lately is a product of you. So, just to go over why I haven't listened to it, Uh, I don't. I'm really weird where I need to. I I equate like certain tasks throughout the day with like certain music. Like I know like when I when I'm done drawing or designing on the computer and then I have to go on the back and start actually like physically printing. Like the first thing I start with is the first three songs off of the story of the year um, Spotify um, page. And then after that, it'll move to, Did you know, the story of artists. the year. Oh Jesus Christ! The story so far. Oh my I God! I was like, I, I didn't know
1: they had three hits. No, no, <laughs> no
0: I do get to them. Oh, that's very, that's very funny. That's very silly. Are you calling them like two hit wonders?
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: I can't. Even, I said two hit because I was trying to remember what the second one I used to listen. to. Sidewalk. Yeah, I would,
1: I would say Sidewalk. one hit wonder in my book. Have we
0: done? What are we on? Episode four now? Five?
1: But yeah, story so far, their album is fantastic. I can listen to that.
0: What episode number are we on? Uh, four? Oh, wow. Feels like it was just yesterday. Anyways, how have we gone four episodes and neither of us have even sung a lyric yet? It's insane. I almost just busted out sidewalks by Story of the Year. Story so far. I apologize. Story so far. So, yeah, like, there's certain things that I do, like, where I, like, I just instinctively put on, um... Songs like it has to start with those three songs and then it goes into related artists. Uh, sometimes I do podcasts. Uh, Friday I do the Violent Gentleman podcast. Um, the one podcast that I normally listen to, Harlan Radio, is like on uh, vacay right now, so kind of fucked everything up. But yeah, that, like when I'm printing long, long runs, like I have my I have my my long run playlist. It's very important that I stick to that. So I, I didn't get a chance to check out your um playlist and I was gonna fake it till I made it. But then people at the um at the Islander game on Saturday were talking to me about it and I was like shit, man, I'm gonna have to am have to
1: People were actually talking about it, dude, I have the biggest smile on my face right now.
0: Yeah, I know. You're such a little bitch I even tell you about it until just now too.
1: Wow. Yeah, huh? dude. Like I put as much thought into that as like if I was making a girl a mixtape in high school. Like I was like, man, I really like was thinking deep and into like what the listeners might want to hear that they might not know about. Like I dropped a few like more underground bands that, you know, I just love and you know Yeah,
0: so you got Emma Rosa on there. You've been
1: Yeah, I've been feeling that Rosa song. Like that's my favorite You're feeling song. Feeling yourself
0: there. to that Emerosa song.
1: That's what you have been doing. Dude it's funky.
0: Haven't stopped talking about it. Uh
1: but like, there's what, how long have you been listening to Amarosa? Dude, I've been listening to Amarosa since, you know, Johnny Craig days. Oh, when, right. uh, you know, the first album he put out with them, Relativity, Relativity or whatever it's called, and it's uh it's been a love of that band since day one. And they've kind of, you know, transitioned, and, you know, I would imagine changing lead singers is not an easy thing for a band to do, and I think bradley has filled johnny craig's shoes which not many people can do you know johnny craig's one of my favorite vocalists of all time i wish he would just get his shit together
0: conditions see i've been seeing them pop up a lot here who what what are
1: what are we so conditions isn't even a band well actually conditions wasn't a band for a while and then they just dropped a new single recently that's a banger so if you want to check that out but conditions is a uh, Who
0: are they who who would you compare them to?
1: Uh, I don't know cuz they have like really positive lyrics. Like their lyrics are all about like self-help and like growing as a person and like I just I really dig them. Hmm. Yeah. All right. And then My Mouth is a Speaker is like a really small band from Ohio that is one of my favorite bands. They've only put out, like, two EPs, so there's not really a lot of music out there, but two fantastic EPs. Oh,
0: Strawberry Girls with Nikki.
1: Well, yeah, and then I put on some stuff that, like, um, you know, we've had on the podcast. So I put, like, Envy on the Coast, a little Gatsby's American Dream, and then just some other, you know, you've mentioned your love of Trash Boat, so I put that.
0: That's new, bro. Dude, Trash Boat's new to me. There, there. I just got on their shit. So, so we'll speak about what we're going to see. But, uh, um, it's uh, trash boat, Trash boat's opening for uh, for, for a a movement. For glory. Well,
1: no, 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 no. Oh, no,
0: no, 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 no. no. That's the other Movements. one. Okay, right, right. And we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, tr- 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 trash boat's that new joint for me, dude. Like, they're they're really good. These young kids. I mean. Listen, I'm not, and I've talked about it a lot of times in pop punk and, and a little bit less you than me feels, feels, but things start to just sound the same to me. I mean, I, I kind of like, I always tend to, to listen to the bigger name in, 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 in a certain genre or subsect or subgenre, like, um. Like we spoke about uh, just a uh, day to remember, which obviously you don't know too, too much about. You know, I, I always uh, obviously loved the day to remember. And then people start saying, oh, you're, you love Devil Wears Prada. Like they're doing the same thing as a day to remember. It's just it's louder. There's It's obviously all screaming, but like it just sounds the same. You know what I mean? Like uh, August Burns Red. Like it just all kind of sounded – the same so i just kind of always reverted back to a day to remember with um bands like trash boat um boston manor uh movements like those are three bands that probably could like have interchangeable parts within themselves uh, they all kind of sound super duper similar belmont um they all kind of sound super duper similar but for some reason i don't mind it I don't know.
1: I I, I think that the music right now is better than some of the stuff that, you know, I was a huge fan of when I was growing up. And this is what, yeah, I'm getting old now. Like, I'm like the old guy at the show. And I always like, yeah, go on. Sorry. No. And and I'm just like all for it. Like, there was a few bands that I just found out before he started recording tonight that I already went and bought their CDs. And yes, you're going to make fun of me that I still buy CDs, but...
0: Cool, man. You're just... the You're just... You're so into the music.
1: No, like, I, I just like to listen to an album from start to finish, and I used to have a lot of... I, I had almost 2,000 vinyl records, and uh, when I decided I wanted to buy a house and realized that I signed up for 10-month payment instead of 12-month payment, and I was going to close on my house, and I was like, Wait, where's my paychecks? And they weren't coming in. I had to sell my record collection. And I realized that, you know, it was kind of like that nostalgic feeling buying some of my old records. But it's not so convenient to throw on a vinyl record. But CD still has the convenience where I can just throw it in my car and listen to the album from start to finish. And. The past few years, my wife and I have been buying a lot of CDs, and I'm all for it. The prices have come down, and I bought like five CDs today. You're yeah, out of your mind.
0: There's, I still am waiting for you to to make me realize why it's better to own CDs. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so these like the young these young bands coming out, I get so I have like anxiety attacks, like almost going like. Sometimes I think about, like, I really fucking like this music. When is it going to be unacceptable for me to not like this music? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not unacceptable, but I just – you're listening and you're like, oh, the the whole thing is like – it's more than just music. It's the going to the shows. It's, it's like keeping up with, like, what they're putting out and, like, talking to other, like, like-minded people. And I'm still – a lot of the people that we talk to, at, at, at least at, at – least at, um, the tailgates because of the music that I play at, at the Islander games, like it it it's always hey, do you remember? Hey do you remember? Hey do you remember? I never really get hey, have you been listening to? Which is starting to scare me because I don't mind giving people recommendations. It's when I stop hearing them back that I'm wondering like, when is this ever gonna not like this music not gonna you know what i mean like i don't know it's it's weird it it doesn't feel like what we ever listen to will ever really be like as big as like your led zeppelins or your or your you know acdcs and shit like that where that has such staying power and so i'm wondering like you know when when is this gonna be forgotten am i too old to be listening to some of this shit but no man like like you said this new stuff is 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 a vibe almost? I don't know. They they're all kind of singing about the same shit. They all kind of have the same artistic vision and sound. But I think it's like that that sound and that vibe and that message that a lot of them are putting through, you know, in a you know, in their own little niche way is really what's
1: coming off to me the most. Well, I you know you have to credit the Wonder Years because the Wonder oh Years. Oh my God. Of, they're, they're cuz what they're doing right now like a lot of these bands that are coming out right now you know they looked up to the wonder years like that's who they were listening to and now you're starting to see like these different variations of what the wonder years are doing and i'm loving it like like i said there was like five bands that i was just you know discovering today and i'm i'm all for it you know i'm i'm an old guy but there's there's some solid music coming out these days and i've i'm I've all cried for
0: it. the one year's put out music that i've i've cried to and i'm man enough to say it i'll say it right here on this podcast to the millions and millions of listeners they put out a song that i listened to for the first time and i actually cried it
1: was like dude Holy the aaron f- the, the aaron, aaron west in the roaring 20s that shit hits you in the feels. Well,
0: that was tough because he put that shit out like the minute uh, I ended a relationship. So that was like horrible timing on account of like it was such good music and I had to listen to it every single day to the point where it just beat, like I felt like I was kicking myself in the nuts.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, just and, listening. Like, it lyrics, was like, so sad. Those lyrics hit home. like Oh my God. You feel what the because it's like a concept album you feel what that character is going through and like the pain that he is going through at that point in his life it's just a beautiful album i just
0: like the bridge i mean uh even the even the i just want to sell at my funeral like holy shit J- just the, they took every single Oh, dude, run, the entire running, running album through and and the it. It.
1: Oh, That yeah. song, because I was 26 when that song came out, and it was just like, gee, oh
0: my God, wasn't
1: I texting you
0: when I saw them in November? What did I text you? I texted you
1: that exact
0: when I was listening to them. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus that. Christ, I'm 26. Yeah, that I'm going through that right now. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 insanely insanely relevant. The music is brilliant. And you're a thousand percent right. They, they, like, they're almost like, dude, get, get. not every single song needs to be about a girl or guy. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not every single song needs to be about love or love. Like, get after it. Get really deep into just life. You know what I mean? Like, even, I don't know. It's almost like Seinfeld. Like, why did everyone love Seinfeld? Because Seinfeld's jokes were just so easily relatable about the smallest little shit. And I feel like that's where the wonder years and in turn movements, trash Boston Manor Belmont drug church, like all these guys are, are kind of getting into the minutia of anxiety that everybody, you know, is really kind of out, you know, out with now in society about your everyday life and the, the things that you kind of struggle with mentally. And it, it just, totally just tugs at you like it it's so it's so good
1: i agree mm-hmm. and uh you know leading into our next next segment you know there's a lot of spring tours that we just released like the past few weeks and you know i already mentioned on our first episode how i bought tickets for the newfound glory tour but i'm in too with that too by the way a fish but there's you know Two other tours that are coming through that I think are fantastic. Um, you know, State Champs, a, a band that I actually discovered while I was living in Albany. Uh, a bartender told me about them. And like, when do you get a recommendation from a bartender for 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 music that turns out to be one of your favorite bands? Like, that's the only time I can think of one. And I'm I'm pumped to see them. And like, some of the bands that they're on tour with, I didn't really know other than the Dangerous Summer. And, like, the Danger Summer is also one of those bands that, you know, was writing about their mental well-being way before, like, some of these other bands started doing it. So it's cool to see, like, these younger bands taking older bands out on tour with them now. It's kind of like role reversals.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw – um, who opened for who? I saw Yellow Card open for All Time Low one time. That was a weird –
1: yeah, that's and kinda we, but we it's kinda like, cool that they're like these new bands are like, No, I want these young kids to hear the shit that I liked when I was their age.
0: Yeah. No, they should. I mean, you absolutely should. Um Yeah, um I know I like I said I bought the newfound Glory tickets. Um You you have uh State Champs. I've been listening to them a little bit more. They kind of always were in the background for me. They were on a lot of like related artists Spotify generated playlists. I've actually come to come to like a few of those songs. I'll try and remember one while we're sitting here and talking. I also so, want to talk about uh, so yeah, go on. What's up?
1: Well, you know, their State Champs first album was just a freaking amazing album from start to finish, and then they put out like Around the World and Back, which was just like. Cookie cutter pop punk that yeah, I didn't really I didn't that's
0: really the logo I know them for, yeah,
1: yeah, but then their new album that they put out this summer, living proof, yeah i yeah. I really I really dug that, so yeah. that's why they've kind of made their way back onto my rotation, um yeah, but they have this band grayscale that's opening up for them, it was Whoa. like the,
0: oh, sorry, I was just, I was just trying to see what this what my bad dude what <laughs> what was that? That's A my. You playing with no, the slinky over there? I, no. This is uh I I put it on Spotify to see uh what this song is I've been listening to what albums offer from Stage Secrets by it's on Around the World and Back.
1: Yeah, eh. not my know, favorite. Yeah. L- listen to their first album and then get back to me.
0: Apparently, I'm nothing. Yeah, are I you... seen that. I seen that. I seen. I, I equate everything with the uh, album artwork. I'm a visual learner. Yeah, that's that's downtown
1: it. Albany on that cover. No, it's not. It's a wolf.
0: Don't be stupid.
1: What are you talking about? Which album are you looking at?
0: Apparently, I'm nothing.
1: Uh, I'm talking about the finer things.
0: Oh, that's downtown Albany. Look at that. Did you know they have downtown Albany on the front of their uh, their <laughs> album, The Finer Things? <laughs>
1: I only know that because I lived in Albany for a few years.
0: Oh, aren't you special? Anyways. Speaking,
1: wait, speaking of Albany. So there's this other tour that's coming through. Seaway um, is yeah. on tour with fan- fantastic pop punk right now. Seaway. Oh, kinda like low, kind of like all time. I saw them. I saw them open for neck deep. Yeah, they're they're kind of like kind of more poppy. But then uh, they have Free Throw, which is this band from Nashville, that is on my bucket list of bands that I want on this podcast, because apparently every single guy in that band are, are like, diehard Preds fans. Odd name. What, For free throw? Hockey. Yeah, like, they're all hockey guys, but they love, they have, like, a basketball reference in their name. Why don't they call it penalty shot? Yeah, but...
0: Uh, shot a the, hole through that uh, one, didn't I, free throw?
1: Yeah, the, one of the openers is this Bang Young Culture... I was like, "Oh, let me check them out." and turns out they're from Albany, and you know they signed to Equal Vision Records, which is an Albany too. and I was like, all right, let me check this out. I, you know I'm, I, I'll support Albany." and I loved it. they had they have this song 21 that you know, definitely take a listen to. Um, I, that's one of the CDs I bought, and then uh, like I said, you probably are appreciating that movements tour.
0: Yeah, I'm in on that. I'm going to that.
1: Yeah, I wanted to go to it too, but for some reason that date when they come to North Carolina is like a festival. Right. And I'm not doing festivals anymore. I I'm, I hate festivals. You're so old. You're so old. Yes. Yes. I'm not but gonna like, deny it. Like I went to Warp Tour this past summer and sat in a seat the whole entire Warp Tour. Hey, I stink. sat in one. I sat in one seat between the two main stages under an awning that was like fanned and air conditioned and just watched the two main stages but because i sat in that seat all day i discovered movements which is one of my favorite bands right now so
0: yeah honestly my sister makes fun of me consistently but i can't not be in the car and not listen to that song i tell you what man that that freaking song that daylily man when i listen to that i like literally it's in my head it's summer i'm happy i'm driving home in the sunset like, going, like, it's Friday night, I have nothing going on, like, plans are open for the night, and, like, it's warm, tops off my Jeep, like, I don't know what, it, it just makes me so, like, happy. I, and it's, it's such a good song. I mean, if anything, from this, from this, this week's episode, guys, like, listening, like, go, go. Listen to movement. Uh, listen to the song Daylily. I mean, it is just going to get you in such a good, like, deep, mellow, happy mood. And I don't mean like Amber 311. I mean like just like happy, just, I don't know. Just brings me back to like a really, really, really good time. Like, and I think that should, that's honestly going to be my, yeah. That's what you guys, that's going to be my, that's going to be my, go listen to it. All Movements. Right, right. Daylily. Daylily. And Give me, what What do you want the people to listen to over there,
1: Mr. I sit well, I kind of already dropped oh, it. Festivals. Well, you know, you have my, my playlist that I've created. I threw some stuff on there. So that's some recommendations. Uh, something that's not up on the playlist yet is that band, Young Culture, Albany, New York band, Uh, song 21. Listen to it tonight a bunch of times. and. I'm feeling it, so go take a listen, and uh, you know, uh, I'll have a March playlist, and I want Devin to throw some of his shit on there too.
0: Yeah, well, here's our problem: you invest all your your savings into CDs. If you would just friggin' pay for Spotify, we could do a, a play a, a combined playlist where you and I can add to the playlist and and send it out.
1: But instead, can I write it off you, as a business expense?
0: I guess you can now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you like? You're so selfish sometimes.
1: No, I'll do that, and I'm, I'll. I'm, I should have done it a long time ago, but it's, it's not expensive. No, it isn't, and I, I really should have because there's a bunch of times where I really want to hear a song, and I'll go through all my skips, and then I'll like be super mad that I didn't get to hear the song I wanted to hear. So, bro, get the. I think listen. it's time
0: what about you're going to get the system you're going to hit the system too get the family plan right and then just talk to uh, like brett or or somebody like one of your friends that doesn't have it and if you guys share it and he just venmo's you like once a month or whatever it's only like four dollars a month the more people you have on it the less it costs per account so the more people you share with it, as long as they just Venmo you, like, a month, it costs not a lot of money. All right. And well, that's the last it. episode that we ever put out as Spotify right. shut us down.
1: <laughs> but anyways. Well, as you guys can see, there was no guest on tonight's episode. Right. <laughs> we didn't exactly. mention that. Exactly. But, uh. No, well, yep. Go on. We, we uh, we wanted to kind of just fill you in on what we've been doing and then uh, give it some time for one of our next guests to maybe work some th- things out and then do some trade deadline talk, hopefully, with them. And we have some other artists that we're trying to work out and, you know, leave some comments on who you would w- like to see on the show and we'll try to work it out and – you know, I, I think we got something good going here, and I appreciate the feedback we've been been getting, and, you know, people reaching out and saying that they're listening to my Spotify playlist is making me feel like this is all worth it.
0: It's true. Michael, recently I've been hearing a buzz. Oh, did you hear a bar down breakdown doesn't have a guest this week? They just don't have guests anymore. It's just simply not true. We have <laughs> many, many, many guests lined up. In fact, too many. We were overwhelmed and we didn't want to overwhelm you. So we figured let's just drop some hockey knowledge on them. Let's go around the league. Let's talk about the top of the Metro. Let's talk about first place teams.
1: And then it gives people time to go back and listen to our first three episodes because, you know, we had such solid guests for our first two episodes that it kind of, you don't want it to go to waste. You want people to go back and listen to our older episodes and get comfortable with uh with their little thing we got going on here
0: i honestly needed to decompress after how well those episodes went mentally physically they were so good i was like i can't handle another interview going that well we need to just do an episode the two of us we need to actually tell all five of the people that we had up ready to interview tonight you're gonna have to wait a little bit we just nailed it and we need people to not be overwhelmed with how well we're doing. And so we we did that for you guys. So for those of you who think it's cute to be out there saying, oh, they don't have the guests anymore, what's going on? You're wrong. Think again. Check your sources because we're here.
1: Amen. So, yeah. Yeah, We we got some cool stuff lined up. And definitely let us know who you want us to interview if you know of – some touring musicians that are actually hockey fans and, you know, want us to shoot the shit with them. Leave a comment and let us know and we'll reach out to them for sure.
0: Absolutely. All right, Mikey. Uh, this is your host, Devin Robinson. That's at Yes Men Outfitters. We got a lot coming up. We got quite a weekend ahead of us. Come hang out at Offside Tavern. Uh, we have ILC podcast is going live and I'll be selling in the corner. Michael, is there anything going on in the CLT?
1: Uh, I'm going to the Charlotte checkers game this weekend, uh, with my school. So I'll support the the local hockey team. Uh, you know, they're not playing the sound Tigers, so I can root for them. Uh, we're going to have our March meetup details coming out soon and, uh, should be a big one can't really talk about what's going on with that one yet but uh that should be exciting and then that'll hold us over until the playoffs and we got big shit planned there too so
0: big stuff big stuff all right mikey thank you for listening to us with us for us uh you guys have a great night again thank you this is bar down breakdown peace be with you and also with you <laughs> outside for the first time in a long time lose yourself sink into the sunlight it's been a while since you felt right but the warm nights are coming soon and you'll be just fine you'll be just fine just outside for the first time in a long time you said you can't